Hey, everyone. Welcome to what is our sixth episode of All the Things ADHD, a podcast where Amy Morrison and I, Lise Gallarup-Bissette, discuss what it is like to be two Gen X women, parents, professionals, academics, who got a late-in-life diagnosis of uh, having ADHD. So in today's episode, we're going to pick up where we left off last episode, where we're going to start a discussion around um, drugs, uh, the medications we take and how they impact us, um, and that they work, um, and that they are effective, and how they are effective for us, and what that feels like. We'll also talk a little bit about different drugs, and uh, what impact and effect that they have on us. So uh, it's going to be like you're being dropped into the middle of a conversation, which I actually kind of like as a um, as an effect. But uh, we're going to, like I said, pick up where we left off, where I'm going to talk a little bit about my writing process at the moment, and then again, how do we learn to function? Um, with the meds when all we've ever known in our lives is the struggle of being undiagnosed. So with that, I'm going to pass it back over to myself in the past a year ago, and uh, let's get this conversation started. But the, but then there's the challenge, because I'm like, I'm currently editing manu- like my own writing, yeah. and I'm at the point where it's like, well, you know, maybe I want it to be better than just good enough now. Right. Right. Like it needs to be better. It could be better than just good enough. Not because somebody else is telling me that I'm not living up to my potential, but because it's like, this is something that really matters to me now. Well, and I think as we like transition into talking about medication now, your potential has opened up. Yeah. Right. Which is something that I'm experiencing. And I'm hoping like maybe we can do an episode on this. It's like, what do you do with all this new capacity that you gain from treatment? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I just feel like, oh my God, I'm like twice the person I was in March. And, but you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how to be that person. Like, no. I don't have healthy work habits. I don't know how to not be sort of self accommodating my deficits when I don't have them anymore. Yep. Right. Yep. I don't know what it looks like to just not be under the thumb of my disorder all the time. Yeah. So like, like maybe let's bracket that now. It's like, we really yeah. want to come back to that about how do you do that? But I think we should talk about the drugs because we're trying to get banned from our like pod hosts, yeah. right? We're just like drugs, drugs, drugs. More drugs. Uh, I, like, I like drugs. Yeah. I think drugs are great. Yep. I am, I am taking, I'll tell you uh, if anybody wants to know, I'm taking 50 milligrams daily of Vyvanse, which is a long acting um, amphetamine based stimulant. And uh, it has changed my life. Uh, Lee, would you like to tell us about your meds or not? You uh, I'm, I'm on Adderall. Right. I can't remember how much. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. If uh, we had scripted this as a joke, it could not be funnier. Yeah, than I know. How well, it just happened. Yeah. yeah. No, because, and, and the, you know, and I, and I also, I'm like, I think I'm on, people ask, what are you on for your, I'm also on Wellbutrin. Right. Um, yeah. for, for my depression and another thing for my depression that I don't remember what it is. I take right. a little pink pill. I take a big purple pill. Um, I, take, I do take an anxiety pill at night. I take, I take one of those too. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and so, and then, uh, so it's, it's, it, the, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I go to the, what are you here to pick up? I don't know. Whatever pills I, I was prescribed. I just renewed it. Like told yeah, me like, I should have, I don't have any left in there. You're not really manifesting the respectability politics necessary to oh. secure a 
class two controlled substance oh, schedule two the language is different in the u.s i know well, let's talk about these drugs so uh <laughs> i had an incident at the pharmacy you're familiar with because yes it's yes. all over my social media where mm-hmm. i went to renew my pills when i had uh, and i had a refill on my prescription so the mm-hmm. like it was i was allowed to have more pills yep. and i went and i had uh it was two days early and I was so proud of myself because I have ADHD and I tend to only, you know, I renew my birth control pills when it's been like two weeks with the birth control pills because I just haven't made it to the pharmacy. It's amazing. I don't have seven children at this point, but like I was so proud of myself for having my shit together enough to actually get to the pharmacy before I ran out of pills. And then what happened was like the pharmacist basically drug shamed me, right? And Mm -hmm. he was like, you still have two pills left. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And he was like, well, come back two days from now. And I was like, what? Right. And I was absolutely humiliated. And so again, not surprising to anyone. I did a bunch of research into this and (laughs) in both the U S and Canada, um, many of the uh, ADHD treatments. So like your Concertas, your Vyvanse, your uh, Ritalin, your Adderall, um, not some of the other ones. So the ones that are amphetamine based or, Mm -hmm. um, what's the other class? Methylphenidate. So your yeah. methylphenidates are also um, controlled substances because they are drugs um, that people abuse, right? Yeah. So, you know, picture Breaking Bad, right? That's my, that's our drugs. <laughs> we yeah. take, you know, it's not methamphetamine, it's dextrin, some blah, blah, yeah. science. And but, so these are in like the same class now, basically as opioid medications, right? Yeah. Is that uh, they have been diverted onto the black market. People abuse these drugs. There are street forms of these drugs and mm-hmm. they're very hard to get, right? And that yeah. associated with that as well is a really heavy cultural stigma about taking them because yeah. people do abuse these drugs, mm-hmm. right? Um, have you had any experiences like this? I mean, I guess not because you have no idea what you're going to the pharmacy to get. No, I do. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, so here in the States, I'm uh, in an HMO. Yes. Uh, and I quite like my HMO and that's the kind of controlled health plan. So you everything is, is contained in right? network. Yeah. yeah in, well, it's not even in network for me. It's, it's, um, that's more of a PPO. So HMO oh. is just, everything is branded. Right. Oh. So like I go to the pharmacy at the same place I go see my doctor, which I go see my, you know, so like everything. So when I show up at the pharmacy, right. Yeah. I give them my HMO card. They know who I am. They pull up my file. Boom. Right. right. Um, which I, I actually, I, I kind of like that. And you don't have to worry so much about like finding doctors and specialists because it's all in network right? or not right. in network, but it's all in like brand. Okay. Um, so, you know, we, there's the, when the HMOs were started back in the 90s, there was a whole debate about them and like how effective are they really and all that. But like, I've, I really like mine. I've, I used it when we first moved here um, in California. Now I'm using it here. What I'm not going to say their names. I'm not advertising for them. But anyways, so they have everything on file. They know who I am. And so I go to renew my prescription and they need to get approval from my treatment doctor. I said, all right, send it, can you send the approval? So when I, when I put in to renew my prescription, they put in um, a renewal permission, whatever it is, with my treating doctor, treatment doctor. Right. Well, what they didn't tell me though is that my doctor had left the system. Uh-oh. So your doctor no longer exists. Yeah. So my doctor no longer exists. So they keep sending out this request to no one. To no one. <laughs> and I keep going and saying, can I have my meds now? And they're like, no, sorry, we haven't gotten approval yet. And I'm like, 
I'm starting a new job yeah. in three days. And I'm moving. Yeah. And I am anxious. Yeah. yeah. And I'm frazzled. Yeah. And, and I really want to make a f- good first impression here. Yeah. Um, and then it turns out, like, the pharmacist, again, because it's all sort of in-network, and they're like, oh, yeah, I heard from another patient that this person has left, so you should call, get a new, and then, like, a week later, I got a letter, and so everything. But, it, but it's also, like, so I, I remember I tweeted about this as well, where it's like, yeah. I'm standing at the counter, trying not to sound like a junkie looking for a right. hit. I need my stuff, man. I need my, but at the I same time, you're like, stuff. I need my stuff. And, and that's also something I want to talk about, though, because I don't think anybody... I don't think that talks about it a lot is that like how much of a difference it really makes. Right. Like I, and again, I said in the first episode, like I was, I was sold and again, skepticism, parent want to protect my kid, yeah. you know, don't want to necessarily give them something that they don't necessarily have to, you know, like there's a, I wasn't very well informed yet, but it was, you know, I was going with it and I still had like a healthy dose of skepticism, but you know, I said that in our very first episode where I asked him, well, how are you doing? And he, and he just, he just says to me, mom, I just don't feel so out of control anymore. Yeah. Right. That was, that was the language that I used um, with my husband too. I was sort of saying yeah. like, it's not like everything is easier. No. It's that everything is less hard. Yeah. Right. So I didn't feel like I was I mean, I was really mad <laughs> for a while. Like when I, I finally like found a dose and the, the right medication uh, that was working for me. And I was like, do you know what? I don't need a two hour nap every afternoon of my sabbatical, right? Like I'm just awake like yeah. all day, right? Yeah. And, and I'm not like sobbing with frustration by supper time and I'm not putting my pajamas on at 6 p.m., right? Because like my yeah. symptoms kind of manifest as sensory overwhelm and exhaustion and yeah. impatience and and all of this, and I thought, like, I get up in the morning now, and I do all the things I'm supposed to do in the order I'm supposed to do them, and I don't have to take, you know, 20-minute Facebook breaks after every five minutes of doing something boring. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was just like, oh, this is, like, way less hard yeah. than I thought it was. And I was like, oh, my God, is this how everybody lives? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Amazing. I, like, the other day, you're not going to believe this. The other day, I bought, like, some paint at Home Depot. And they had a rebate and I was like, oh, yay. And they're like, but you have to mail in. And I was like, okay, right? <laughs> and so they give me this coupon and they're like, you have to print out your receipt mm-hmm. and then you have to fill out this coupon and then mm-hmm. you have to put the coupon and the receipt in an envelope, address the envelope, find a stamp and mail it. And I did it, oh my <laughs> which God. is like the kind of thing where I would just like, people would try to offer me loyalty cards and I would just get like irrationally angry because I thought I can't handle keeping a card with me. Like I can't bring this back every time I buy a bra, like yeah. what kind of person do you think I am? It's too yeah. much, right? Yeah. But, like, I have 27 I coffee cards that are half like 27, full. Well, I know, right? I just like bring in handfuls of coffee cards downstairs yeah, like, like, cafe and they're like, and they laugh at me because they're like, yeah, I know you have like yeah. seven cards with one stamp. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like the, the drugs, Lee, oh my God. Yeah. I am living my life. Like I could just cry from relief. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. sit down and I can read an academic article from start to finish, Ugh. right? Yep. Easily. Mm-hmm. Easily, which I should be able to do. I have a PhD, right? This is like my job. It's literally yeah. my job. And you have one job. I have one job and it's like one to job. read. It's to read all the things, right? Yeah. And I just wouldn't find it so hard. And But I would be like really, really interested in stuff and I just couldn't get through it. Yeah. And now I can, right? Yeah. I just feel like, like I'm... I feel like it got less hard. So yeah. I'm like totally with your son on this. I don't feel high, right? I talk really fast, but 
I always talked really fast. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and it's, uh, I mean, I, I tried a couple of different medications and a couple of different doses before I sort of got to where I am mm-hmm. right now. I mean, I want to share this because like people also don't realize like, I'm trying this thing. What's it like? <laughs> the way that ADHD medication works is there's two main types, right? There's the yeah. methylphenidates and then the amphetamine based. And within those two classes of drugs, there are different formulations, short acting, slow release, and long release. And within all of those formulations, there are sort of the name brand medication. And then there's like the ones that are out of um, patent protection have generic versions of those medication, right? Yeah. And and within all of those drugs, like you see that the complications are really growing here. Within yeah. all of those drugs, there are uh, dosage ranges. Like so for Vyvanse, the dose range is between 10 and 70 milligrams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the dosage has nothing to do with your weight, right? Or your gender. It has nothing to do with the quote unquote severity of your symptoms. It has to do with things that are happening inside your brain that are not currently quantifiable and testable, yeah. right? So nobody knows. It's like, oh, you are you know, a white woman who's like of this age and this height. We're going to start you on Concerta. Like that's not how it works, right? No. Nobody knows what's yeah. going to work. So you yeah. literally have to throw stuff at the wall yeah. until you see what sticks and doesn't make you worse. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's really hard and it takes a long time. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, I've had experience with that with depression and anxiety as well, because, you know, maybe this works and maybe this isn't, maybe this works, but it has this side effect. So you take this other thing, um, to, to sort of counteract it. And so it's, it is, uh, I got lucky, right. They got me on yeah. the first try. Woo-hoo! Right? Yeah, no, I know. Um, and they got my son on the first try and sometimes it does have to do, he's, a, he's in a straight stimulant, Um, and he's growing so fast that it's like every time he puts on five pounds, we have to increase the dosage. Well, that's great. He's still eating because a lot of these drugs zap your appetite, right? Well, but so what's the funny thing about him is though, is that, um, the, the medication allows him to sit still long enough to actually eat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Dinner at my house. Now I, I'm, I was a swimmer. Swimmers are known for their appetites. I've never had trouble eating and sitting down to eat. I eat in about eight seconds flat. Um, I have to remind my son to put the food in his mouth and to chew it. Right. Right. Okay. Now Leo, put it on your fork, put it on your yeah. fork, put it on your fork, yeah. put it on your fork. Okay. Now put it in your mouth, put it in your mouth, put it, sit down, put it, bum down, put, sit down, put it in your mouth, chew I'm it. I'm getting anxious chew just it. listening to this because I'm like wanting to like smack my hands here. Like I say to my daughter, it's like, there is still food on your plate. Yeah. It's been 40 minutes. Just eat. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's like, and, and he's like, I'm done. And, and his sister eats like I do which right. is fast. So she's yeah. like, I'm done. And he's like, I'm done too then. And I'm like, you've had a bite, dude. Um, you know, so yeah. So that was, that was the trade-off is he actually can sit still long enough to eat some food and actually remember what it is that he's doing at the table, which is like, Oh, food in front of me. I should probably put that in my mouth. Um, so, uh, so yeah, but, and, and I mean, isn't that another one too, though, with, with women, like I actually got that. It's like, Oh, you're trying to lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the amphetamine class of drugs um, has historically, um, historically, like through the 60s, 70s and 80s been used as um, a weight loss aid. Yeah. Diet pills. Diet pills. Right. So if if you think about, you know, in the 60s, people taking diet pills, they're basically taking ADHD medication. Right. Um, And and Vyvanse, which is the medication I'm on, um, is uh, it's uh, the mainline treatment for ADHD and also for binge eating disorder. Right. Oh. So, so like one of its sort of 
uh, therapeutic and tested qualities is that it suppresses appetite, Um, right? And so, yeah, so there's another reason that people can stigmatize your use of these medications. Either you're like trying to get high or you're like trying to get some kind of advantage in the workplace, like you're boosting your brain or you're a woman who's trying to lose weight. Um, And all of those make it difficult to secure a prescription from your healthcare provider often. Um, But it also makes a lot of people resistant themselves to accepting medical treatment yep. or trying medical treatment, right? I'm in a lot of Facebook groups because I also like, I read all the things and I joined all the Facebook groups. And and what I see in, in these kind of like parent groups and these adult ADHD groups is people saying like, oh, my doctor thinks I should take meds, but I hope it's not that bad. Like, is there a natural supplement I can take? Oh. Well, no, right? No. Maybe if I cut gluten from my diet, like that's oh. probably not going to help your neurological difference, right? Like no. people are really wrapped up in in this kind of fear that I think has been unnecessarily built up around these medications. And, you know, just the way like ADHD gets treated more like a moral problem than like a medical problem. I think often the pharmaceutical treatment for ADHD is considered less as a medicine, right? And again, more as a cheat. Yeah. It's a cheating way to lose weight. Yeah. It's a cheating way to write an essay in 15 hours. You know, it's a cheating way to remember to pay your bills, right? That it's cheat, cheat, cheat. Um, all the way down. And it it makes it hard to get the drugs if you want them. And if someone prescribes you the drugs, it also sometimes makes it hard for people to take them. Yeah. Well, I say take your drugs, everybody. Yeah. Take them. Well, and and so my example of when I knew, like, it was the the weirdest thing I've ever experienced is that I watched my to-do list order itself in my head. Oh. I was like, like, snapped into place. And I knew everything that I had to do and I knew which order I had to do it. And I felt good about being able to do everything. And I was like, what, what, what? just happened? I kind of had that experience with the to-do list as well. Cause like my thing is I won't write stuff down on my to-do list because okay. if I write it down, then I'll have to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I found myself, I'm just going to sit down and write it all up. And I did. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing them. And like, I did them all day. And then I, you know, got my daughter from the bus stop and came home. And instead of being like, could you stop bouncing? Could you stop making so much noise? Like mommy needs quiet time. I didn't. I like cooked supper, like from scratch and shit. Like I was like, what? (laughs) I did. I just kind of like, I still have some spoons left for the rest of my day. And I was like, Hey kiddo, do you want to go to Starbucks with mom? Right? Like let's go out and do something in the evening. And I was like, what? Um, It was just a revelation to me actually. Yeah. And it and it's really and it and I think I really like this that it it is this challenge though is that we've never been like this before. Yeah. Right? Like so so I always sort of say also about my depression, like I do know what it's like not to be depressed. Yeah. Right. And you forget it and then and you know, there's that long sort of like denial process of like I'm not depressed, and then you take the medication, and you're like, oh, this is what what it feels like. I remember this feeling, right? We've never known this feeling, right? We don't know what it's like to have our ADHD under control and treated. Um, And it's, and it's, it's, it's weird. So like for me, uh, I now have a very long commute. Yes. Yes, I don't like, yeah, two hours this morning. I swear to God. Um, I have to wait till I get to work to take my ADHD medicine because I don't like driving on my medication. Oh. Well, because I learned to drive. Right. Right? <gasps> like Isn't that interesting? I learned to drive and I've always driven with ADHD. And in fact, I love driving because it's like, 
all everything is stimulated. Oh yeah, because right? you like play all the music. I play music, and, you're, like, and I'm super noisy in your car. Yeah, and but it's all the music. But I'm also watching the other drivers because I took active yeah. driving lessons. Oh, so of I'm course. like, yeah. And so my it drives my husband crazy. He's like, you look in the rearview mirror way too much. And I'm like, no, that's why I learned rearview, rearview, yeah. shoulder, shoulder, yeah. forward, shoulder, three hundred sixty degrees. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. And so it just engages so many different parts of my brain. Um, that are sort of all firing on all cylinders that I actually feel really relaxed when I drive. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I, that's like, you're, you're pretty much, you know, it's like me prepping all my classes at the last minute because yeah. it activates all that adrenaline response yeah. in my body. And so I can focus. And so you get in a car and you turn into such a sensory overwhelm of yeah. a thing that yeah. it actually allows you to focus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we all have these weird sort of like tricks that we prod our unmedicated selves into being able to function that we didn't yeah. even realize that we were doing to manage a deficit, right? Yeah, exactly. And I just, I, I don't know how to drive on the medication. I don't know how to drive not being on an ADHD, but I also think like, I'm actually a pretty decent driver. Um, and so I also feel because I have the kind that like doesn't slow release. So it gets out of your system fairly quickly. Right. And I'm like, I just wasted two hours of productivity. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm never getting this baby. Yeah. 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 I, I need those two hours to actually work at the end of the day rather than like right now when I'm in the car. Right? That's so funny, you know, because yeah. I've had the, op you know, I've had the opposite experience, Lee. I, I often do these long drives, like, um, yeah. so I live in Waterloo and my parents live in North Bay, which is, you know, a four and a half hour, five hour drive, depending on quote unquote tailwind. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I have done this drive a lot and I hate it. And yeah. I mean, I can do it. I'm from up North. Like we calculate commutes in hours, yeah. right? And, yeah. But since I've been medicated, I've done the trip a couple of times by myself and I, have done the entire drive without stopping mm -hmm. and with no radio. And I felt so peaceful, just kind of like focusing on the road and driving this like yeah. straight line all the way from Waterloo to North Bay, no pee breaks, no coffee breaks. I don't need them. Yeah. Right. No, and that's I think, right. Oh, didn't you know they, they give air force pilots amphetamines, right. Yeah. To keep them sharp <laughs> to yeah. fly long distances or, or night missions, right? Like this is a known yeah. use of amphetamines in the military. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like a fighter pilot, but in a town, <laughs> going to, North. to my parents' house. <laughs> yeah. And I really like that kind of like, cause I would find it so incredibly boring to drive. Yeah. Right. But now I'm just like, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm zen. I yeah. love my meds. Yeah. Right. I love them too. And, uh, on that note, um, we'd love to hear your stories about why you have or have not chosen to take medication. Um, we promise we won't come across as judgy as we just did right now about the choice <laughs> not to medicate. We're not judgy. Um, no, it's true. We have strongly held opinions. We do. Uh, we have very that change. Yeah, that change. Um, and uh, so we'd love to hear from you about that. You can use hashtag uh, all the things ADHD on Twitter. All the things. And you can also email us at all the things that I'll be answering your emails, uh, all the things ADHD at gmail.com. Um, and you can also visit and uh, comment um, on our posts on the website, uh, all the things ADHD.com. If you notice a theme, we're very good at branding. That's one thing we've That's learned right. in our online lives is all about the branding. Uh, 
Lee's going to answer all of your emails because that's her superpower. And if mm -hmm. there's anything you want to know about, I'm happy to read the entire academic literature yeah. on it. So yeah. any topics you want us to address, we are totally happy to get on that. Oh, yeah. And if you want um, all of the references, uh, she'd be happy to. We should actually start that. Oh, my God. We need a work site. We're we such do. nerds. Oh, my God. We're excited. Do you have a Zotero set up? I have a Zotero set up for this. Oh, okay. We got to share that and make that public group. Yeah, Public okay. group for our Zotero. We're going to get on that. So um, next time, uh, we're going to talk about why daily life can be so hard. We talked about this thing about paying the bills, um, mm -hmm. bills always being late. Um, my house is a disaster. Uh, why is it so hard? Um, and also this idea of um, overwhelm. Yeah. And just how overwhelming um, having ADHD can be, but I'll, particularly a woman with ADHD. Uh, in our uh, current um, social moment, uh, and I and I mean I mean by current I mean like let's go like twenty thirty years here, right? Okay. Um, so spoiler alert: fun. it's it's because patriarchy. Yeah, well that too, yeah. but um, uh, <laughs> but but we can't get a half an hour just yeah. patriarchy all, all over and over and over again. Um, we, need, we should unpack that a little bit for uh, perhaps our non-humanities listeners. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There'll be a quiz. At the <laughs> All right. On that note, there's not going to be a quiz. Uh, I hate quizzes. On that okay. note, um, have a wonderful rest of your day and doing whatever you do. And uh, we will see you next time on See You, Hear You, Listen to Us. I don't yeah. know. How do you sign these things off? Um, I don't know. All right. Well, anyways, until next time. <laughs> I'm Lean, she's Amy, Amy, and we're all the things ADHD. All the things! <laughs>